Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. This is Praise Jesus Christ Ministries podcast. This is Brother Nelson. We are going to be reading from the Holy Bible. If you have not joined us before, we have been reading through the Bible book by book. There are 66 books. And we have been starting with reading the first chapter of every book. Um, It's taken a while as these messages are uploaded kind of randomly. (laughs) Um, I do apologize for not having a consistency going, but sometimes, you know, believers are like the wind. You don't know where we came from or where we're going and things are on God's timing. And we do a lot more than just this podcast as a ministry. We also have Sunday services, Bible study, prayer meeting, and other things. Uh, But in any case, I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad that you took time out of your day to join me reading the word. Let's pray. Um, Let's jump right into the Bible reading. I'm reading from the King James Version of the Bible. If you read from a different Bible version, that's okay. It's not a salvational issue. Um, My prayer is that we are all edified. Lord Jesus Christ, please forgive us for our sins. Wash us in your holy blood, mind, body, soul, and spirit. Guide us as we read your word. Please, Lord, let this word be a word that is building, edifying, strengthening, restoring, bringing dry bones to life, rooting us deeper in your word as you are the anchor. May we meditate on this word. May we apply it. Not just be hearers only, but doers of your word. In Jesus Christ's name we pray, and we seal this prayer with the blood of the Lamb. Amen. We are reading today from the holy book of the prophet Jeremiah. Chapter 1. The words of Jeremiah, the son of Hilkiah, of the priest that were in Anathoth, in the land of Benjamin to whom the word of the Lord came in the days of Josiah, the son of Ammon, king of Judah, in the 13th year of his reign. It came also in the days of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, unto the end of the 11th year of Zedekiah, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, unto the carrying away of Jerusalem captive in the fifth month. Then the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Before I formed you in the belly, I knew you, and before you came forth out of the womb, I sanctified you, and I ordained you a prophet unto the nations. This tells us very clearly here that not only in Jeremiah's case, but in the case of every human being, God knows you as an individual. You are a human being while you are yet in the womb. You are a person, even if you're still developing limbs and organs you are still a person this is prior to you coming out of the womb out of the birth canal having the birth certificate and having your first birthday right you are still a person right um and also god has already ordained your destiny your office your assignment your calling He's such a a good father that he's already planned a life for you. But it's up to you to 
in your own free will to walk that out, to yield to him and allow him to use you for that. You matter to him. Amen. Notice how also God formed you. You know, I'm, I'm from the hood where, you know, <laughs> I remember getting in trouble as a child. And sometimes parents would say stuff like this. I formed you. I'll take, I, I brought you in this world. I'll take you out of this world. Yeah. It's God who brought us in this world. Your parents had a, a part in that, but it's God who formed you and brought you in the world. Amen. Look at this, verse 6. Then said I, ah, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak, for I am a child. But the Lord said unto me, say not, I am a child, for you shall go to all that I shall send you, and whatsoever I command you, you shall speak. In other words, it doesn't matter how young you are. God can speak to any vessel he wants, a man, a woman, an adult, a child, the rich, the poor. He will usually speak through Christians. Sometimes God can speak something through a non-believer, but the non-believer wouldn't really know it. Usually he speaks through his people. God can speak through circumstances, visions, dreams. He can speak audibly. He can always speak through the Bible. However he speaks to you, it will never go against the Bible. So even if he's talking through a non-believer and for a moment, it would be something that would not be contradicting the Bible, most importantly. Amen? Look at this, verse 8. Be not afraid of their faces, for I am with you to deliver you, says the Lord. Then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said to me, Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. See, I have this day set you over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out and to pull down and to destroy and to throw down and to build and to plant. That's the work of the kingdom. That's the work of fivefold ministry. That's the work of Christians. Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Jeremiah, what seest thou? And I said, I see a rod of an almond tree. Then said the Lord unto me, you have well seen for I will hasten my word to perform it. And the word of the Lord came unto me the second time, saying, What seest thou? And I said, I see a seeding pot, and the face thereof is toward the north. Then the Lord said unto me, Out of the north, and evil shall break forth upon all inhabitants of the land. For lo, I will call all the families of the kingdom of the north, says the Lord, and they shall come, and they shall set every one his throne at the entering of the gates of Jerusalem, and against all the walls thereof round about, and against all the cities of Judah. And I will utter my judgments against them, touching all their wickedness, who have forsaken me, and have burned incense unto other gods, and worshipped the works of their own hands. So because of Israel's idolatry, because of their stiff neck, as God calls them, stiff-necked, because they would not repent. They would not turn to an about-face from their sin. God is bringing an enemy to, to, to besiege the city, right? It would be Nebuchadnezzar. The Israelites would be taken captive. All of this literally happened. Now, notice how it mentions incense, incense. Sometimes it's used in the occult. 
That doesn't mean incense or candles in itself are evil, but they use these things in rituals, right? Um, notice that they have forsaken God, meaning they were with him, but they turned from him. They knew the truth, but they turned from the truth. Even their own leadership, right? Kings who, who came from a lineage of kings who, who are supposed to be leading the people and they're not destroying groves and high places and certain things that they were supposed to be destroying. When you had good, good kings in Israel, they would destroy those things. The bad kings, they would create more idolatry. They would condone it, promote it, advocate it, right? There's blood on your hands if uh, you're endorsing it, if you're just in agreement with it, even if you're not doing it yourself. There's blood on your hands. Uh, they were guilty by associ association, right? Look at this, we're almost done. Verse 17, thou therefore gird up thy loins and arise and speak unto them all that I command you. Be not dismayed at their faces, lest I confound you before them. This is to the evangelists. This is to those of you going out preaching and teaching. And don't worry about their faces. This is not only for, for Jeremiah. This is for those of you doing the work of the kingdom. Don't worry about the faces of mockers and scoffers and, and those of a negative religious spirit, right? For behold, I have made you this day a defensed city and an iron pillar and brazen walls against the whole land, against the kings of Judah, against the princes thereof, and against the priests thereof, and against the people of the land. Remember, Jeremiah is a prophet. They call him the weeping prophet because he, he cried a lot. He sold in tears. Prophets usually would go to nations, to people, to individuals, to groups. They would often go to kings to bring a word of the Lord because th those kings were doing something wrong or to tell them what God is doing. Usually in today's context of the New Testament church, the prophet is always looking in for the voice of the Lord. That you're always trying to hear the Lord. And they're always trying to, to convey and relay that message to the church or the churches, right? And the individuals within the church and those in fivefold ministry. Prophets are, are sent to say, thus saith the Lord. Prophets get dreams. Prophets have visions. Prophets are very special. We honor prophets. Amen. There are prophets today. Amen. The two witnesses in the book of Revelation are called prophets. Jesus, if you know your Bible, because some of you don't really know, study your Bible to show yourself approved. Jesus was called a prophet. He's prophet, priest and king. Jesus is even called apostle. He's the great apostle. He's the chief apostle. A lot of people don't know that because they don't know their Bible. You have to read your Bible. Amen. Look at this. Last verse, verse 19. And they shall fight against you. So you're going to bring a message. Jeremiah is going to bring a message, but people are not going to receive it. That doesn't mean it's not from God. God is literally telling you, you're going to bring a message and people are going to fight against you. But they shall not prevail against you. For I am with you, says the Lord, 
to deliver you. Amen. God is with us. Emmanuel. That was Jeremiah chapter 1. Read the whole book. Spend time in intimacy with Christ. This is a very important book in the Bible. Every book is important. But there's so much in this book that is so relevant to your life as a Christian, that is so relevant to you as a minister. It is so relevant to you as someone who wants to know your maker, your creator. Because the same message for Israel is the same message for you. Repent. Stop being stiff-necked. Stop the idolatry in your heart. Turn to the living God. Don't be afraid to say what he puts in your mouth. It's going to be his word. It will not return to him void. He will put a word in your mouth. In season and out of season, you should be instant, be ready, be prepared, know how to defend the faith. Know, have a working knowledge, be learned in the scriptures so that people cannot deceive you, so, so you cannot be swayed left and right by some strange doctrine. Because people will use the Bible and they will twist scripture to promote a strange teaching, a damnable heresy, to pull you away from the peace and the truth of the gospel, to make you feel like you have to earn your salvation or to make you feel like whatever, you know. The point of this all, of everything, is that you would endure to the end if you are a believer. If you're not, repent of your sins, believe in the gospel as a result, given the opportunity, live for him the rest of your life, however long that may be. He will help you. He will be with you just like he was with Jeremiah. Let's pray. We'll close it out. And if you have questions, if you need prayer, reach out to us. We do have um, prayer meeting and Bible study every other week, remotely and in person in the Orlando, Florida area. We have services every Sunday uh, in person. And um, you can also tune in remotely. It is recorded as well for you to view afterward. And um, if you need deliverance, also reach out. We would possibly be able to help you if we're led by the Spirit of God. And um, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you, Spirit of Christ, for giving us understanding, knowledge, wisdom, for pointing us to Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Adonai, Elohim, Emmanuel. Without you, God, we are nothing. Without you, we can do nothing with you. Nothing is impossible. Lord, I pray that you put your word in our mouth continually. Give us the boldness to utter what you command us to. I pray for an increase of a prophetic anointing on the listeners, the viewers, upon myself, that we are able to hear your voice. What is the Lord saying? What, what is thus saith the Lord in this season, in our life, for the body of Christ, for nations, for kings, for individuals, for groups? Lord, I pray for the prophets out there and prophets and prophetesses that you would strengthen them in this season, 
whether they're an Isaiah or a Jeremiah, whatever the case may be, whether they're an Anna or a Deborah, strengthen them. Help them to walk in their assignment and fulfill.